freshness of the quality rise and you know they're going with them to every ball there. This is Come On Kind with Martin Quilty and Onya Fahmi. A very good evening, everybody, and welcome to a late studio here in KCL or Anya. Was out on managerial duties. First of all, did you win tonight? We did. We had a good little victory. Um, great, yeah, great preparation now for the championship in a few weeks. Not time. great preparation, though, trying to rush around the place and get everything in and then get no, in here and do podcasts. I, yeah. And, yeah. I'm all over the place, but listen, it is what it is. Like You could be doing a lot worse, to be fair. You certainly could. Well, folks, this is season five, episode one. The intercounty season is over. The last of the matches was played at the weekend and Derry came away winning the intermediate fairly comprehensively against mm-hmm. uh, Meath we have to say it was kind of expected a little bit wasn't it? Yeah I think so I felt like the first day in the All-Ireland final I think Derry just looked really slow and sluggish on their field and on their feet um, and Meath really like you know I suppose the second half performance that Meath came out with the, the second day it was kind of the worry would they be able to replicate that in, in um, And in they the almost replay. did because they yeah. had to come back into it again they in the did. second half yeah, they really did. But I just felt like, I, I really think like the team this year that have really been on form, that have been pushing up colossal scores have been Derry. And, yeah. you know, they probably had that experience of having to play the extra time in the quarter final against Kilkenny as well. That definitely, I think, did stand to them. And you know what, they ran out of comprehensive winners in, in the end. And It probably doesn't feel that bad from our point of view and no. now that we actually lost to the All-Ireland Champions. Yeah, I, I, I think that's a, certainly a positive note that uh, Kilkenny can take from that. And I, I do think that when you look at all the teams at Intermediate, and this is, again, I'm no disrespect to Kilkenny at all, um, when you look at all the teams, definitely Derry, I think, are the ones that will probably, they'll probably push the most to the senior teams that are up there. I don't well, think we'd be hoping so. Yeah, I think, and I think they'll add a new, I think there'll be a new bit of a spark and a flair to the senior championship next year now with Derry back up there. Well, they're certainly back up there now for a championship, so we'll have to wait and see. But it is what everyone has been waiting for. It is the club championship. Albeit with the bloody week that I have put in, I can tell you one thing, there was nearly going to be no championship. Uh, and I'm not going to say any more because I'm going to get myself in trouble if I open my mouth. But let's just say it has been a effing tough week uh, I can tell you that much going around the place so go on you're a secretary out in Tullerone give it to me now live on air <laughs> while we're at it because I'm after getting it every other way between emails and WhatsApp messages and people coming up on the streets even to me at this stage like so you must feel really popular <laughs> yeah you must yeah I'd say like you're definitely your name is like number one in every household <laughs> in the in the county if the there was stage. snipers going around the place I'm probably going to get it one way or another but listen I okay right I, I'll be honest and I'll play devil's advocate on it as well like and like please don't shoot me here either like I understand to a certain degree clubs are a bit kind of you know apprehensive that they okay they only had 10 days Grant, granted, whatever. At the end of the day, though, we're getting more game time. And I can only take this from a Tullerone point of view. And I'm just going to give you, I'm just going to, I'm just going to put out an example. We're happy that we have more games. And this is especially, I suppose, dealing with the club player. And listen, clubs are all going to have their own opinions and absolutely have your own opinions. Oh, they no have. No problem at all. That's fine. This is just my opinion on it. Last year, we played two league championship games and we played Tomstown and we played Clara. Then we had a championship round one game and we played Bar Rangers. 
and we subsequently lost that game. So we had three games last year for girls that had been training from February right up to August. Our season was therefore over the 4th of September last mm. year. I understand it's, it's potentially one or two extra games, but those one or two extra games, what it will do for a club is huge. It gives more, I think personally, a more of a competitive edge as well to the championship, to the league championship structure now. I understand people aren't happy, but I think what we need to remember is we all want more games. We all wanted more games and now we're getting it. So let's just get on with it. It doesn't matter if we have to play, if we have to play, like, you know, we were we were down to play, who were we? Dixborough and, oh my God, Dixborough and Bar Rangers. We are now down to play Tomstown, Young Ireland and Piltown. Yes, by God, they're going to be tougher games, but we're relishing in the fact that we have more games to play. And I think that's what's really important. We want more games. Yeah, well, there's certainly more games available for us and I think that's why a lot of the clubs was giving out originally because there was only supposed to be three games but anyway look there is more games let's get right into it back to the predictions we go we're going to start off on Friday night now some of these games are subject to change so if you're listening into the podcast during the week please check out kilkennycamogie.ie for any late changes uh, there is obviously going to be changes because number one Thomastown has withdrawn from the junior Premier Junior Championship so they're a team down on that and O'Loughlin Gales have now withdrawn from the Junior C Championship so there's also a, a game missing in that now as well but we're going to start off with the Premier Junior this is sponsored by the Kilkenny River Court it is Friday night these two games are definitely confirmed I can say that the first one is Tullerher and Greg Namana neighbours always have a great battle between the two clubs down in Tullerher Friday night 7 o'clock to kick us off with the league and it is junior and who's going to win um, do you know what I am really excited to see the prospects of what Tulliher Ross Birkin are going to do this year you said that was last year yes I know I did I know and I'm really excited this year because <laughs> you know what I've actually seen them in action already this year when we had the seven aside tournament out in Tulliher oh yeah they, and did they go they, far in that they, we bet them in the quarter final but by god they have us pinned to the collar. They are a finely tuned outfit. They're really good. And you can see the work that they're doing and it's working really well. And even the management team. New management team, team yeah, too. But the management team that I was talking to that day, I can't for the life of me think of his name. He was Johnny Barron. He was absolutely delighted. He said like, we're a junior team and we're playing against senior and intermediate clubs. He goes, that's the standard they want to be at. And like, okay, even though they, they still got to, they got to a cup quarter final, which was outstanding. And they, they literally put us to the pin of our collar that day. They're they're really, really good outfit. They're very well able to work the ball around. I know Seven's Hurling is completely different, but like they just looked really, really good and I'm excited to see where they're going to go. Greg they're Nam- certainly a young team they as well. They are a young team, yeah. Greg Naman, I suppose, listen, Ashing Prendergast is probably going to have a massive influence on um, on where, I suppose, Greg Naman are going to go this year. Um, Linda Cotterill, if she's still playing, I know she was playing last year, I'm not too sure if she's playing this year. She's going to have, you know, a, she's going to have a huge part to say as well, Dar- Bulger, she's still there. Um, Catherine Foley, obviously in the in the goal as well. Greg the Man have some really good experienced players as well, and it's what they can do with their youth. And they have been doing really well underage. So it's I suppose it's bringing that. It's kind of like developing that underage right into their junior structure as well. See as goals. Um, it's going to be a good game, but I just think Tullerher. I'm going to give I'm going to give this one to Tullerher. 
Okay, so the first nod and the first prediction goes to Tullaher at the weekend. Let's move into the Junior C League, which is Moonkine and Aaron Zone. This is Moonkine's second team. It is their second team. It's Aaron Zone's first team. They did play very, very well in the Junior C All County League part of the competition, but this is completely different. Who do you see coming away with this one? Yeah, league championship is completely different, I suppose, to the All County League. But I suppose for these two teams, like the the one thing about the All County League. It probably wouldn't have had, wouldn't affect them as much as it would with say like teams that may be intermediate and senior level. Yeah. Um, to be fair, I can't really, I, I can't really say that I know much about either team. Um, so and <laughs> lack of knowledge, I'm going to go with Munkine. Right, let's move into Saturday now. Again, some of these may not be confirmed, but just uh, in case, we're going to start off with James Stevens and Wine Gap. This is the first of the senior championships sponsored by Michael Ling Motors. It is in Park Seamus Stephon out in the Kells Road. 145 throwing as well on Saturday. James Stevens up from intermediate. Wine mm-hmm. Gap still there mm-hmm. in senior. Mm-hmm. who's going to come out on top uh, really interesting battle for I suppose James Stevens' first game at senior level getting a home venue as well I think when you kind of look at James Stevens, they've probably you know speaking to John I suppose with the amount of county players that they've had this year they probably are only kind of getting their players together maybe over the last week 10 days with I suppose everything that's been going on Um but you would have to say, I think with the home venue and the hype that's in James Stevens as well at the moment, I suppose after doing so well last year, getting to an intermediate All Ireland final, you know they're going to want to bring they're going to want to bring something new and leave their own stamp and leave their own mark on this senior campaign. Wine Gap, you know, Wine Gap are really they're a really tough team to beat. They're so strong, they're so physical. You know, they're going to be anchored there by Denise Gall, Michaela Keneally, Catherine Foley. Like you know, these girls are the powerhouses of this team as well. It's going to be a very very, very interesting game. It's going to be interesting to see the matchups, I suppose, like, you know, Michelle T and Neve Dealey, you know, these guys, where are they going to be? Like, who's going to take up You Denise put Sophie O'Dwyer and Sanjay oh, Jackson yeah. on top of one another this as well. Like, what's going to happen there? And then I suppose when you look at some of the younger players as well that have to, that are coming through, we've got Rachel Lahey there as well to come through onto that James Stevens team. Hannah Scott is there, Eva Cantwell is there. There really is a vast amount of experience, I suppose, in the James Stevens squad. But when it comes to, I think, the senior experience, you might just slightly, slightly have to give Wine Gap the edge on this one. And that's just being, I think, just experience, the, the slight bit of experience, I suppose, at senior level. Will James Stevens be a bit too green going into it? I don't know. I think James Stevens are going to have a massive impact on the senior championship this year. I really, really do. But I think Wine Gap, the first day out, that's a that's going to be a tough that's going to be a tough game it's a tough assignment it's a tough game for anyone to be honest with you going up against Wine Gap because they're always there thereabouts and they're a team that they will never ever give up Um, but like you say you need a couple of tough matches to start off and you know get your season underway because let's be fair a lot of these players probably haven't even been together for Mm -hmm. that long the the full squads haven't been together you know this is really the first test now I mean you might have had a couple of challenge matches Mm -hmm. up getting ready for this point but it is all action now this weekend right I'm keep moving down the list here as I have it here in front of me so let's stick with the Junior C League Championship and this is the meeting of St. Bridget's versus Young Ireland's this game is on in Tom Royal Park at half past two both teams already have adult teams that's mm-hmm. in it as well so how do we see this one going? And this is a repeat of the 
final last year as well, if memory serves me right. You are correct, if yes. I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, it, it repeated that. And I think, you know, it's, um, St. Bridget certainly had a lot of experienced players. And it's, you had the likes of Lorena Murphy, Brown and Ari was there. Um, I want to say... Tres Muldowney but I feel like I could be wrong on that Kay Royal was definitely there because I remember she got a bad injury that day I think Trace was actually yeah, if like, I'm not mistaken yeah. and you know what Like I think like I think with St. Bridges like, they have such a vast array of some really good young players coming up I'm just going to give I'm going to give St. Bridges um, the, the nod on that one there yeah it was in Dixborough yeah yeah. I'm going to give St. Bridget's the nod it was and it was a cracker as well yeah so it you're, was you're yeah. going for St. Bridget's in that one okay uh, let's go to the senior championship then in a repeat of last year's semi-final it is Piltown versus Dixborough it's in Piltown at 6 o'clock on Saturday, or Saturday evening yeah I am right so a heavyweight collision to start mm-hmm. off a senior weekend for both of them Dixborough mm-hmm. got to the final last year probably disappointed in their own performance yeah. in the final you know because they really blitz Piltown in mm-hmm. the semi-final however Piltown now have the Doyle's back yeah. you know they still have Katie Power that's playing there Aoife Norris is on goal there's a lot of county players that's going to be on show here the weekend but who's going to come out on top? It's a it's a huge game it definitely probably I suppose when you kind of look down through the fixtures that are for Saturday there anyway you would have to say it's probably the most um, mouth-watering fixture of the whole weekend um, and down in Piltown Piltown's own backyard as well and I suppose Piltown are probably looking at it they would have been hugely disappointed you know coming out of the, the county semi-final last year knowing that they potentially didn't put up a, a good performance performance against Dixborough but I suppose on the day like Dixborough were just they were just so influential the whole way around the field like the passing of the ball like Orla Hanrick to the, if memory serves me right gave a display that day in the semi-final she was absolutely unreal excellent. you're dead right yeah she, she was, was unreal excellent freeze um, from play yeah, open play really really good and then because like, I think then we commented on it like isn't it amazing that they were able to take her off for 15 minutes to go because they were that comfortable and they were able to bring in I don't know it was a 10 or 12 points it, in it and was it Rachel Dowling they brought yeah. in or someone like that and she literally just took straight over from her and you were just kind of like if you can have a panel of that calibre of players that you're able to literally take off the player that's performing the best on that particular day it's amazing What's going they on there? They probably nearly went too well between the league and the, the championship yeah. part. The knockout up to the semi-final had a brilliant mm-hmm. semi-final yeah. and then just didn't they, put it in into the final. Yeah, like Did they have it too easy? Did they, Yeah, were they tested? Probably not. But I think this is... And I think, to be honest with you, with Dixborough, I think they'll be delighted that they're actually getting a massive test against Piltown in the first game. I think Piltown, though, are going to come out like a wounded dog in this. I think that they're certainly going to be looking back to the semi-final from last year. You're dead right. You know, you're going to have the two dials that are going to be back into the fold there as well. And, you know, they were hugely missed last year. I think you're going to have three now because definitely... Anya is probably going to be playing on the senior team. Yeah, I would imagine well, as well. Yeah, you'd expect she would. Like, and I suppose then, like you know, they've got some, they've got some really, really good players that are, that are there, and you know, Tommy Shefflin training them as well apparently so you know and I actually seen some of them playing against Glenmore in the uh, the summer league that was actually being run mm, by Piltown as yeah. well and my god were they flying yeah and we played them in the all county league as well and they were just and I think even a lot of the players that were even playing in the all county league were part of their junior squad as well and I was like looking at the talent that they have was really like really really good um so who are you giving the match it's going to be a humdinger of a game it really is it's a, it's a tough one like Piltown obviously have the uh, the home advantage there, but Dixborough 
I think Dixborough is still very hard after losing that county final last year. Um, I'm going to ever, ever so slightly go with... She's smiling at me as if I'm going to give her guidance or something on this. I am not. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go ever so slightly. It is a league game. You can yeah. go with a draw if you want yeah. to. No, like, I don't like that. That's taking the easy way out. I'm going to go with Dixborough. <laughs> yeah, like come on. <laughs> okay, so Dixborough is getting the nod then in that one. Uh, let's move on then to what could potentially be an unbelievable clash in the Shaw's Department Store Intermediate League One game between Carrick Shock and Freshford. This game is in Hogganstown at five or clock both teams you know Carrick Shock coming up from the junior ranks last year mm-hmm. had an outstanding final they were brilliant um, Jimmy Shea is probably listening now to see where we are going to go and use it as ammunition kind of nearly half afraid like. you know, but, uh, Freshford had probably two of the best games that I've seen him playing against Mullinavat last mm. year and came out on the wrong end of the results of yeah. them so they will be certainly pushing for it but can the team that's after coming up from the junior push him that much to get the victory or will the old dog for the hard road stick with it and take their first victory? Well, first of all, I'm caught between a rock and a hard place because I live in Freshford. So if I don't go for Freshford, I could be homeless. Second of all, Paul... Ah, we, we won't leave you homeless. You're okay. We won't leave you homeless. <laughs> you mean St. Lactans before you're killed? St. Lactans, yeah. Why? What should I say? Freshford. Ah, they'll, they'll, they'll be, be all right. I mean, they'll be fine. They'll That's be the same as calling St. Martin's Muckalee. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Well, I get given out for that. So now. do I, but still, um, I, I still refer to it as Muckalee. <laughs> yeah, like I think like certainly... It's a, and again, it's a, it's a, it's actually great to see Cag Shock in the home venue for their first game up intermediate, and I think that's going to obviously give them a massive boost as well. Um, I think when you look at St. Lactans, um, I think they will be pushing. I think they're going to push very hard this year for an intermediate title. Um, we've played them in a couple of challenge matches this year. Um, they're very well balanced, very well well balanced, and. I think Paula would probably give out now if I start um, hyping them up a bit. But, um, <laughs> but she'll give out to us anyway. Yeah. So. Do you know what? I think I think you would have to give the nod to St. Lactans in that. Like, I, I just, by the way I've seen now, and again, I haven't seen Carrick Shock play this year, so I, get, I can't really make any, pass any judgment on how, they, they're, how they're doing. But having seen St. Lactans, I would be kind of pushing them to see them towards the last stages of an intermediate championship this year. Okay, well, let's move on to the senior ranks again. This is the Michael Lee Motors Senior Championship. This is part of Group 2 because obviously there is teams crossed over to play one another. So this is Neighbours, Barrow Rangers versus Young Ireland's Barrow Rangers, a bit like yourselves, mm. knocked out in the quarterfinals last year, yeah. like went down to Dixborough, uh you know, they probably fizzled out a little bit for their season. They'll probably be disappointed in it as well. Mm. But can they bounce back this year? What a local derby to be starting off with. Like, really, isn't it? It really is like one of those games. That's going to be another great game because there's nothing ever between these And games. nobody is going to want to lose this no, game. And they're not going to spare one bit of timber either. So you may forget. That's right, going to so be... we're putting on you to referee this one. <laughs> That's going to be... That is going to be a really, really good... But it always... 
they always are really good games between Bar- like you look at like you know Bar Rangers obviously came up to senior level last year and I suppose like any team that kind of comes up great from the year before they can be taken for granted like you know the, a lot of people might take them for granted and when it came to Young Ireland's and Bar Rangers it, it literally all the shackles went off and these two teams they went at it I think they played each other in the All-County League and then they played each other in the League Championship stages as well and there was not much in it I think I just like Colette Armour is obviously a massive loss for Bar Rangers this year mm-hmm. you know I'm not really sure they how they still have Orla the, uh, yeah, Banbury there still, in the middle of the field you know, dictating like, Aidan O'Connor Roisin well, Breen like, Roisin Breen to me is one of the most talented club forwards we have on the scene like she really really is like whenever it's like whenever she puts on that Bar Rangers jersey she's just a different person altogether she's got the hand of God like she really really does her frees are impeccable she can score a free from 70 yards out she's you do just, know you're putting the mockers on her now for the weekend yeah oh I know yeah absolutely but I am going to go with Bar Rangers in that game <laughs> okay well where's my highlighter gone I'm using purple or is there kind of a, 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 a what colour would you shade it <laughs> what Magenta, God, we're magenta. very posh here. It's like a, a rainbow here in front of me. Mm-hmm. Right, Shaw's Department Store. Um, now, this game, potentially, as I say, that's why I keep things in mind. This could be in doubt, but uh, it is down for Saturday evening. The Roar Nistig versus Moonkine in Innistig at 6 o'clock. So if it does go ahead on this weekend coming who do you see coming out on top of it yeah another big game there you know in the league last year's county finalist Moonkine last year's county semi-finalist I think did they meet each other in the semi-final actually last year no no James Stevens bet Moonkine James Stevens yeah, bet Moonkine yeah and in the league bet in the Stig Mullinavash yeah um, but again like you have two teams that I suppose like they will again I think along with St. Lactans will be pushing uh, pushing for the last stages of an intermediate championship um, you know in a Stig obviously very hurt from last year after losing the county final um, Moonkine probably feel that they should have been in the county final last year um, well actually just that we're talking about Moonkine now the result has just come in from the minor B league final that was mm-hmm. on this evening and it has ended up Four thirteen to four twelve in favour of Moonkine. After extra time. Wow. And that was after extra time as well. Against so, Sheik? Uh, against Glenmore. Okay, wow. That's gonna be a big boost as well. That's gonna be a massive boost going into going into this weekend. Um Sorry, but you know that that's yeah. you know when you have players like that coming up from all of the teams around, and there's yeah. a lot of minor uh, games that's going ahead at the minute. It's yeah. certainly going to bolster, yeah. you know, and it, it can, or bolster teams, I should say, and it can only help because that's surely going to put pressure. Mm-hmm on panels and get training going if they're all training together and yeah. having big training sessions etc yeah. you know because you want to be pushing girls and you want to be getting your best out of it so mm-hmm. you know yeah you certainly do um, I think for this game I think I'm going to go Moonkine on this game okay yeah well we'll highlight that one right we're going back again to senior because this time we have St. Bridget's and Conaghy this game is definitely confirmed 7 o'clock in Tom Royal Park Uh, not an easy one for either team which both of them probably didn't perform well last year we we expected a little bit more from them and I don't think we got it can we get it this year (sighs) do you know what it's it's 
I think St. Bridget's are in a really good place at the moment. I do. Um, I think they've got some excellent players coming up and then you obviously have the experienced players there as well. Um, you know, we they came to the um, Tullerone uh, seven-a-side tournament as well. They had a team, they had both teams were in a cup semi-final and then one team was in the cup final. Um, so like they are really, like they have big numbers there. They have such talent there. You look at the likes of, you know, Lauren and Tara Roner there. You've got Lauren East there as well. Um, you've got, um, oh, uh, Maya O'Brien. Yeah, Maya O'Brien is there as well. And then you've got like some of, you know, the, the girls that I suppose there a long time. You've got Laura Hennessy, you've got Nicola Butler, you've got Amy O'Connor. And these girls are really like, you know, keeping keeping the flag flying all around. Like they, they really are doing really, really well. What are you saying to me? Edwina Keane is a huge, huge addition to St. Bridget's. She's a massive addition to them. On the other side, then you look at Connie, obviously, like they're going to be really depending an awful lot, I suppose, on um, Emma Mulhall and um, Ellen Gunner, um, Roisin Phelan. Danielle Marcy's a huge, huge loss for them. A massive, she massive loss. She is. She really is. Um, but I- I'm going to give this game to St. Bridget's. I think. I think they're going to come out of the blocks flying in the in the first in the first um, first couple of games of the the league championship, and I think you know if they can you know keep their heads down and have that really good keep that con- continuity there with the mix of the youth and the um, older girls, I think they'll go well. Right, uh, sorry, I was just trying to find something else. So who do we say we're going with that one? Saint Bridget's. Where's me marker gone? Uh, okay, let's move on then to Sunday. And half eleven Sunday morning sees the meeting of Danes Ford versus Barra Rangers in the River Court, Kilkenny River Court Hotel Junior C League Championship. Danes Ford pipped in the All County final only a week or a week and a half ago. So can they go in with form like that and progress through the competition do you think? Um, again I can't really make too much of a judgement on this because I haven't seen their junior squads their junior teams at all really this year um, between Danes Fort and Bar Rangers um, but I think I suppose with the momentum with the Danes Fort Intermediate team having won the All-County League they've got a good underage structure there Bar Rangers pushing very hard and very well underage um, obviously you know first year up senior last year they have that kind of a winning winning mentality I suppose at the moment um, but I'm just going to slightly give the edge there to Dane's Fort in this one Okie dokies I'm trying to find a fixture here now and I cannot find it for the life of me wherever it's gone so Dane's Fort is getting the nod on that one Right the Shaw's Intermediate League Group 2 game Liz Downey and Mullinavast this game is on at half 11 2 on Sunday morning uh, it is in Liz Downey how do you see it going? big game for both teams it's, it's a tough game I think for Liz Downing to be starting off with I think you'd have to look at Mullinavat although like Michelle is gone from Mullinavat from last year is Elaine still playing? Do we know? Is Elaine ill? Uh, can't say that now for definite but Mullinavat are certainly missing a load because yeah. Oni Kinsel is now gone as well Okay. Um, Michelle is gone Yeah. Uh, who else did I hear that was gone? Um, not sure about Leanne okay. uh, yet or Julianne to see how any of them are going I mean I'm assuming Julianne is still yeah. um, staying around etc uh, not too sure about Elaine I I doubt it but I can't say for yeah. definite yeah like I think it's, I think that is going to kind of you know it'd be a huge be a huge kind of 
matter of fact if Elaine is going to be available and if the likes of Leon Fennelly is going to be available as well because I suppose they are the stalwarts really of that Mullinavat team and they do kind of you know, push them forward all the time there's a Rachel Dunphy girl there I know she kind of sprang into the sprang onto the scene there maybe a year or two ago I think I believe she came up from minor level she's still quite a young girl I think um, you know and I suppose you know for that like you know, it is going to be a tough game for Liz Downey. Nonetheless, Liz Downey are working extremely hard there. Um, they're putting in an awful lot of work. They've got, you know, decent numbers as well, I believe. Um, it is a home venue for them. But I'm slightly going to go with Mullinavat on this one. Slightly, ever so slightly. Okie dokes. Well, God, I'm hitting everything around me here now at the minute. Uh, let's move into the Premier Junior uh, Championship then. And, well, we can't because actually Thomastown has pulled out of that. So that game won't be going ahead now on Sunday morning. So let's move on then to the intermediate game between Danesford and O'Loughlin Gales. This game is in Danesford. It has a 12 noon throw in. How do you see that going? Uh, big game for big game for both teams I suppose it's starting out on I suppose Danes Ford after coming off the back of winning the All-County League probably not a whole lot of adjusting otherwise as well they wouldn't have had a lot of players that would have been probably in on the senior and intermediate and inter-county stage I think Olivia Mahoney was there at one stage but then she um, she went off travelling I, I believe so whether she's back from I, I don't know I am I only assuming that she was on a J1 I oh, don't know Olivia yeah. I saw Olivia well she's uh, back then Olivia was definitely at the junior C game in Palmerstown the last day okay well I don't know I, I just think like Danesford are going very very well this year and talking to one or two of the girls there they seem to have a new bit of a, a hype about them too so I'm going to you know O'Loughlin's then I suppose you look at it Laura Green is absolutely flying it there uh, Laura Murphy is going to be there Danielle Quigley is going to be there you know there's a couple of really some really really good players for O'Loughlin Gales as well it's going to be it's going to be a very good game as well a, a very interesting game on Sunday but I'm going to slightly, ever so slightly, go with Dean's Fort on that one. Okay, so you're pipping Dean's Fort. Right, let's move on to the next one then. St. Clair's versus Emeralds St. Anne's. We all know what happened last year mm-hmm. in the championship. Can it repeat itself in 2023? It's a massive game. It really, really is. St. Clair's, I suppose, are really kind of pushing themselves. And I suppose since they came up from um, a junior level, they really have been trying to make a mark for themselves. And, you know, they get some really good results, I find, in the early stages of, of the league championship. And I think this year, I think this year they're going to go very, very well. Like, I think they could actually start creeping into maybe the top four at intermediate level there. Like, you know, if they really put the work in. And I suppose, you know, they're going to be heavily aided by the fact that they've had Kleena Murphy, um, Reid Kennedy, Caroline Kennedy and Afton Grace all on an inter-county squad this year. And that's going to be a huge benefit for them. It's guys that are getting extra training there. You throw in then the likes of Anya feeling into that mix as well. You know, St. Uh, St. Clair's are going to be, they're really going to push themselves. Emerald St. Anne's, you know, they've got some really, really good players coming through. You've got Keir Queeley's there, you've got Saoirse Burke's there. Neve Lahey is just like, she's just the pinnacle of it all. Neve Sweeney is there, Emer Lahey is there, uh, Michaela Ryan. They've got some really, really good players, and, you know, they're going to want to push themselves on. They would have been kind of there, thereabouts a couple of years ago between semi finals and finals, and just seem to have dwindled maybe in the last 12 months or so. It's going to be a massive game um, down in Kilmacow or Schlieveru, wherever it is. It's, you know, I think that's going to be a massive decider in it. Um, and I am going to very slightly give it to Sinclair's. Okie dokes. Well, we move that highlighter over to that one. Right, let's go back to Senior Championship. 
Well, I mean, I can't really ask you to, to comment on your own club and that, but I mean, you certainly have injuries as well, but... Yeah. What a way to start off. I mean, playing the county champions and away as yeah. well to make matters worse. Oh, uh, yeah. It's a home game in Thomastown. This game has a two o'clock throw in on a Sunday. What a way to start your competition. Listen, at the end of the day, <laughs> we're just happy to be getting games. You know, that's the main thing, I suppose. Um, <laughs> Liar. <laughs> it is. Obviously, it's going to be a huge game. We've played them in the All-County League um, this year and... You know, they literally gave us a lesson in Camogie and, you know, you going out But you know what they say about lessons? They're there yeah. to be learned from. I know, I know. And you know what? And I'm not making excuses or anything like that. Like Aideen Murphy's now a huge loss for us. Tullerone, she's after doing a cruciate there, you know, three weeks out from championship. No way. And yeah. another one. Yeah. So like you, and we've also, we're already missing Miriam from her cruciate start of the year. Emer Davis is also out with her shoulders. Okay. Well. Well, let, so. let, let's, let's, let's go off track here for one yeah. second, okay? Because, I mean, there we go. You've had... Two in our club. Two cruciates this year. Yeah. Miriam Welsh, Danielle Morrissey for ourselves with the county team mm-hmm. all in the space of a week and a half. Yeah. You could say, what the hell is going on with ACL injuries, especially with the females? Because they seem... Now, either we don't hear about lads mm-hmm. with ACLs or it's certainly more prevalent in yeah. the female uh, sport of things. Why? Yeah, it's 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 interesting because I had this conversation with someone the other day and we were just trying to figure it out and for some reason, I don't know what we why we thought that somebody has actually recently done a survey or a study on it and are they connecting it with, you know, the menstrual cycle? Like, are, are they saying something like that? And I'm not really sure. I'd love to know, has somebody done a study on it? I'd love to know the findings of it because when I'm just, okay, I'm just kind of looking at the, we'll say I know four girls this year now that have done their cruciate you've got uh, Miriam Welsh you've got Aideen Murphy you've got Danielle Marcy and you've got um, Edel Coonan and they're just the four that I know of right and you look at the four girls from Cork playing last year yeah. with the club championships and the start of the league this year this is it like and I'm just kind of looking mm. at the, those particular four girls like you know we'll say the likes of Miriam and Danielle they're obviously training at a very high level with the inter-county with the inter-county like you know Miriam had been training all last year very high level with you know inter-county Danielle came in she was training at an extremely high level this year with the Intercounty squad. Idel Coonan is no stranger to training at very high levels. She's been in on intercounty squads as well, as has Aideen Murphy. She has been in on intercounty squads. These girls have been training really hard, like, and like they're kind of nearly doing more than they've ever done and you would be kind of thinking then at that stage you know the more training they're doing they like they're obviously like there should be their bodies should be stronger and that but it seems to be like Is it down it, to footwear? Is it down to training techniques? Are they doing... I don't know, it's hard. Too much S&C? And I don't know, I'm I'm, I'm only throwing these questions out. I'd love to, I'd actually love to speak to the likes of maybe David Roach and see what his kind of, you know, take on it is. Because like, you'd love to find out what is going on, like why does it, and I don't know, is it because we're just so involved in Camogie that we're only hearing Camogie players? Um, But like, it it is I would actually like to know, and I'm I'm sending this thought out there. Is there anybody in college currently over the last four odd years Mm. or currently doing at the minute that's doing a thesis for ACLs in female sports doesn't have to be camogie doesn't have to be football soccer you name it we would really love to hear somebody that's out there that has been studying this and getting data yeah. um, 
to I'd see. I'd love to find the findings of exactly. it. Exactly. That's what I want. I want to see the findings of it because I just love to know is it something that we we maybe need to change in our everyday life? I suppose like as sports as sports players, is it something that they need to maybe change in their everyday life to, you know, stop this? Like you look at last year, you had Aoife Doyle um, did her cruciate. You had Kellyanne Doyle did her cruciate. So I suppose over the course of 18 months, there's six players. Yeah. You know, and all six players you would say have been training at a very high level. Like it's not like it's any Joe Soap that's going out and they first day back training or whatever the case and they, they hurt themselves you know it's it's not and actually like who told me lately as well and I can't remember who it was that there was an under 14 that was actually out for the year because one of their players was after doing their ACL as well like and to me at that at that age that's very very worrying it that is. is that is really because really at 14 worrying. you know yeah. yourself you do one ACL injury mm. the second ACL you're guaranteed is going to go no yeah. matter how much you mind it or what you do with it yeah. it is going to go and David yeah. Rhodes has told us that before and potentially you mm. could be looking like Edwina Keane is after pulling him two or three times yeah. at this stage Kellyanne's yeah. three times now yeah. like it's hard like and even like and there's a lot of work that has to go in behind it like I see from, like for example my own brother like he did it a couple of years ago like he would have done it when he was maybe 18, 19 maybe I w- I'm going to say that but like you have you see the amount of work that has to go into it like it is definitely the bones of 12 months that people have to work hard to actually get back you know to get back into the swing of things and I suppose then like there's nearly that fear when you do go back playing is it going to go again? Yeah. Have I done enough or whatever the case may be? Are you minding it? Yeah. Are you going but full pelt? You, you don't want to mollycoddle it no. either because like, if you do that then you're not going to be able to go out and enjoy and give it your all. It, it would be very, very interesting to find out because like obviously, you know, I can only speak from our point of view, missing Miriam and Aideen this year for us for Crucius, it's, it's a huge, it's a huge ass, it's a huge blow to us. Please do get in contact with us. Mm. We would love to know either through comeonkind at kclr96fm.com or you can get the details on scoreline.ie when the podcast goes up. The email addresses is there and so is my one as well, which is martinquilty at kclr96fm.com. Please, 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 if anyone is out there, we would love to get the data on this to see uh, what the story is with females and in particular with ACL injuries. So I'm not going to get you to predict the score, but we guess that Thomastown is going to be Tullerone in the first one now that... <laughs> Tolerone have all the injuries etc so I'm putting the highlighter down wow. beside uh, Thomas wow. on that one so right okay wow. okay that's fine that's fine who'd I hand in my resignation letter to <laughs> um, no that's, that's fine Martin you're, you're entitled to your own opinion absolutely I'm only going on facts from last year you did say you're missing people yeah, like you know we are, so. we are. but listen the, the show must go on the games still have to go on and you just have to go with it we will know so we're putting a whistle in your mouth shortly like yeah, to go and do and we, we're, we're that stuck on referees now at the minute like we, we yeah. need personnel right let's keep moving on then Shaw's Department Store Intermediate League 2 game Glenmore and Ballyhale Shamrocks 4 o'clock throwing on f- Sunday afternoon yeah big game um, be very interesting to see how I suppose Glenmore have bounced back from their campaign last year um, so that'll be very interesting to see uh, Bally Hale I suppose they're always there thereabouts um, and I suppose can they kind of you know just maybe peak at the right time um, but I'm going to give the nods to Bally Hale on this one 
Okie dokes. Uh, well, we know they did have their troubles at the start of the year, but they certainly seem to have ironed all those out. Uh, let's move along then to the Michael Lee Motors Senior Group 1 games. This is St. Martin's versus Clara. It is down for Clara at half past four. How is this one going to go? This is a big game. It really, really is. And Ma- Lillian is looking at me there, right? It's a huge game in the fact that you look at St. Martin's now. You look at St. Martin's now this year. Adrena Keane is a huge loss. Ejel Coonan is also a huge loss. Two big losses there straight away. But you go to the other side of the scale. You look at Clara. Mary O'Connell is gone. Her sister Margaret is gone. Siobhan Curtis is gone. Ashley Nolan is gone. Claire Nolan is gone. There's five huge, huge players for Clara that are gone. But Clara have a really, really good structure there and Chap Clear as well in there. You know, I suppose like they're not dwelling on who they don't have. They're working with who they have and going with it and they're not kind of, you know, licking their wounds. Clara, I suppose, would feel maybe very, you know, I suppose they'd be disappointed that they kind of maybe felt that they could have beaten Thomastown maybe in the semi-final last year you know they had a, it was a real humdinger of a game it, it went right down to the wire Anna Farrell was a, a major impact in Thomastown winning that game as well um, but you know what it, it, it'll be very interesting to see both teams very very physical as well they're very very similar in how they play neighbours ish right come on Muckley or Clara who's going to do it I'm going to go with Clara I'm giving Clara the nod. Okie dokies. Well, we'll <laughs> certainly put that one down for that. Sorry, Liv. <laughs> uh, right, uh, where are we? Pilltown and Dixborough in the Premier Junior. No time on this because I know there was a clash between uh, this one and Pilltown's game with Dixborough the last time um, we looked. So, the fixture itself, who's going to win it? Another big one to go. I think you'd have to be favouring uh, Pilltown really in this game. I suppose they've been kind of, you know, pushing to win a junior county final the last couple of years. Um, beaten in the semi-final, I think, last year. We're in the final the year previous. Mm-hmm. Um, some really, really good numbers. Some really, really good players coming through there. So I'm going to give the nod to Pilltown on that one. Okie dokes. And the final game then is the Roar Steag versus the Blacks and Whites. Seven o'clock in Innesteeg on Saturday evening. Sorry, Sunday evening. Yes, Sunday. Thank you, Madam Producer. Sunday evening. Very interesting game. Um, I suppose when you look, I, I don't know where I've seen it recently. Um, and I looked at the Rornstieg, um junior team. Um, Lizzie Ling is back. Uh, I think I think Aziza Fitzpatrick playing with them as well. So they've got a few stalwarts really down there. And, you know, those girls would only love to be mucking around doing, uh, doing this and... You know, I wouldn't be surprised if Orange Sheet come out with the wind there. Okay, so you're going to go with the roar. Yeah. Right. Okay, so that is all of the games at the weekend. And as I say, make sure to check out kilkennycomogi.ie for any changes that may occur during the next couple of days or hours even on that. Right. Come on, kind team of the year, because one way or another, we will have one. What are we looking for this year in terms of players themselves how can you get onto the team of the year obviously the player best 
and shine for games that's how you mm-hmm. get noticed but is there anything in particular that we're looking for? Do you know what like like we can sit here and we can say like like you know all you know the ones that do all the scoring and all this they're usually always the ones the names that they always pop up and you know I suppose like when I go to a match and I look at a match like I'm looking for someone that you know works really really hard um, throws the ball around you know like just literally leaves everything on the field you know, the scores, hooks, puts the in the blocks, tackles. Yeah, yeah, all the really, really simple things, keeping it simple, like um, unselfish players, you know, passing the ball around and, you know, using their teammates, having confidence in their teammates as well. And, you know, I suppose that's a, that's a big thing for me. Um, it's not always about who gets their name on the scoreboard and it's it's the person that will die with the jersey on them to get their but team the person line. that gets the name on the scoreboard has to get the ball somewhere. Yeah, exactly. Now, OK, some of the time they do win it themselves more often than not mm-hmm. there is a pass coming your yep. way to them and that is done by what we like to class yeah. as a workhorse yeah and also I think a big thing as well is sportsmanship and gamesmanship that's a that's a massive massive thing for me you can get very turned off by a player who's a bit gobby and a bit mouthy and who's always given out and who has this sense has has this bit of entitlement about them it really turns me off a player and I think when you're looking at a team of the year you need to go by someone who has really really good sportsmanship and gamesmanship and I think that's really really important and I think that's important it doesn't remind us of anyone but I think it's really really important for um, I think it's really important for like for players throughout throughout the whole country like you know and you have to learn to have sportsmanship yes and I I think and I think that's really really important and that's something that I'd be looking at as well like and I think not like I I was at I was at two hurling matches over the weekend and um, there was two gentlemen beside me from um, one of the teams. Like I can't remember which one it was. Oh, don't even mention no, them just no, to be I'm on the not, safe side. I'm not at all. No, and um, they were literally like, and whatever fellow they were talking about, he was like, he was a like he was a fantastic hurler. Like he was a really really good hurler. But the two boys were given out about him the whole way through the, to the match that all he was doing was whinging and moaning and he was on the ground more than he was on his feet and you know <laughs> like you know this nonsense and I was yeah. just kind of like and I was kind of like do you know what you're, you're actually so right because it's like he, he was he was, a, he was a fantastic player but if he just got up off his two feet just to and stood play up and like instead of game, moaning or whinging absolutely or, yeah. and like because and I remember and that's why I said sportsmanship and gamesmanship because it was one of the men that actually turned around and goes sure he has no gamesmanship and I was like do you know what you're actually 100% now I didn't know who these people were I didn't know I don't know anybody from that from the two clubs that were yeah, playing yeah, I don't yeah. like literally was just going to watch a match and I didn't know anybody from either teams and didn't know the two men but I was just kind of like you're dead right and like when you have spectators that can see this can you imagine what your teammates think as well yeah exactly you're dead right we're back we are going to be for the next while involved in club games I mean you've been looking forward to this like since yeah. we even started the inter-county season because while the inter-county season is great okay it didn't go our way this year you couldn't yeah. wait to get into the club scene like, so it's it's and, here it's upon us it's also great that the matches are over the Friday, Saturday and Sunday because I was even actually looking at the fixtures today and I was like picking out all the matches that I was going to go to this weekend I was like right I can do that and then I'll get to this one then I'll get to this one and like Farda was 
there beside me. He's like, seriously? He goes, we're going to spend the whole day Saturday going to matches. I was mm. like, we spent the whole day last Saturday going to matches for hurling matches. So no, yes, no. this Saturday it's going to be camogie matches we're going to. Um, but like, Well, I'm going to give you the job then of sending the spies out to their yes. matches. I've actually, yeah. Yeah. It won, no problem. Plus we will have the referees yeah. as well on board this year to mm-hmm. send us in. Um, we are appealing to clubs this year. Please, please, please. If you are at a game there is a very nice easy apps available take score take the scorers you yeah, know um, scores would be brilliant scores is very year. important yeah. you know just so that we do know how it is because obviously there is a trophy yeah. available for the top scorer again this year so it's um it will be nice to be able yeah. to keep a track of them all. Um, so if you are tweeting, please do tweet the scores or even at the end of it. Um, and I see Mary Morgan involved with the GAA is very, very good on this. So is our own PR team as well that's mm-hmm. involved with the Camogie is just putting the scores up. Yeah. You know, just a simple little tweet with who scored what for your own club. Doesn't have to be the opposition. Yeah. Just your own club even. Yeah, no. Um, and it will be great. Because it worked out great last year. Like it really did. Like and we got such an array of players. Like it was, you know, literally like we had a draw on the intermediate scale. We did. Do you know, like, and it was just, it was brilliant to see, like, and it was interesting, I think, wasn't it, on the senior, like, the neither of the two county finalists had a player in the no. top bracket, and that'll just go to show the abundance of talents, like, you know, that's there as well. Um, so, yeah, like, it would be really good if people could just send us on the scores and the scores, whatever the case may be, send them onto our email. I might even just send out an email to the secretaries and ask them to do that. It might be just easier or whatever the case may be. But it w- would it be great and like we want to promote this as much as possible uh, because it was great last year and it was great to see people getting um, recognised for um, a, a specific achievement like that as well. Yeah, exactly. Well, that is it from ourselves because I know Anya is trying to wash a way out of it as well this evening. Lots of things on. But we are up and running at long last for the club games. We are going to look forward to it over the next couple of of week and weekends until the finals on the 21st, 22nd of October. And then we move on to the Leinster competitions as well. So it's going to be a very busy period Mm -hmm. for ourselves, but ones that we are going to look forward to for the team of the year, for the top scorers, trying to pick out who's going to be the best players when it comes Mm -hmm. to the end of it. And And I actually think the three of us should do an anonymous vote as to who's going to be the county champions in all grades this year and put it in an envelope and pull it out the last day. And we won't say it. We're not going to predict. I will not predict a county county champion (laughs) at round one of the championship stage this year. Just remind me not to. I forgot to actually ask that. Maybe should we no. We'll, we'll wait until the first round of matches is over. No, I can and do then, it. I think we'll I'll do it now it. after this when we finish up here. I think let's do it now before the championship starts. Let's see who we have predicted to win. <laughs> I think it'd be very interesting to see who we all pick. Toad, I did, yeah. Because you got caught last year. Yeah, and I had so many people giving out to me last year, like, don't be saying that we're going to win county finals. Don't be saying this. Like, and I was like, all right, okay, sorry. <laughs> But it works sometimes and it doesn't work other times. Yeah, well, when, it, when it works, it's great. When it doesn't work, it's not so good. <laughs> yeah, but and see. As the people says, you can have opinions if you want. Well, on certain things you can. But when it comes to this, we certainly can. Um, that is it from ourselves from Come On Kind Season 5. It is 
the club scene back in Kilkenny. It's up and running. We'll also be bringing you news from the Carlo club scene as well because we will be in contact with uh, Mike Condell and Linda above in Carlo to see if we can get some results and more reaction as well to keep up to date with what's happening in Carlo Camogie because we've been doing it all year when it comes to the inter-county scene. We still mm-hmm. like to do it now when it comes to the club scene as well so we will make that happen or if Linda is indeed listening to the podcast she might get in contact with us um, to let us know what's happening there as well but from myself and on here in Studio 2 in KCLR. It is the end of episode 1 for the preview of the club championships. We're going to look forward to it until we see who wins the first round of games next weekend. We'll talk to you again very, very soon. Bye from us. Bye. This is Come On Kind with Martin Quilty and Onya Fahim. <laughs> <laughs>